it can't just be Suicide a song now. Song. We've got all these all these new platforms where whether it's a TikTok video or yeah. Instagram, Instagram Reel, Instagram Post, like whatever's next. We were talking about LimeWire with DJ K Slay. Like that wasn't that long ago. Right. It wasn't. Right. Like <laughs> things are evolved. Like Spotify, Spotify, Apple Music, that's all bred from LimeWire. Yeah. And I, th- and I actually Napster. think I saw LimeWire trying to come back and rebrand in, the, in a different way. Um, That'd be awesome. Which would be sweet. I mean, who knows what it is, but like. Yeah. <laughs> Just to see the brand again is like yeah. nostalgic, but. We're going to see. Well, brands. I mean, you, you got to take a couple years off, but brands start to come back. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, Some of them need to go away forever, though. They do. Because I saw uh, a Jurassic Park, what, 13 movie coming out pretty A little soon. aggressive. Hollywood Best needs in the to Furious, be fired. 79. They, they need to be fired. <laughs> like, we need a new Hollywood. We need to, like, not put, get it out of LA, put it somewhere else. We need some new energy. We do. We're putting out the same shit. I in over the next day, we're gonna see so much creativity. Like we're gonna live through some interesting times. I hope so, man. Because I don't need to see I Am Legend again. Because <laughs> I thought Will Smith died at the. He's end. trying to bring Will Smith back. Into this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> chance just because i thought you were the guy right now that was supposed to cater to a certain audience and i didn't even give you a chance and then now when i'm, I'm hanging out with the ladies that's all i fucking hear is fucking jack harlow and i'm like all right he's he's all right this is all right yeah so Be props to you man sorry cheers jack <laughs> this is a, a very sincere apology <laughs> no have you uh have you listened to any more harry mack after i showed you a couple of those yeah, videos harry mack his brand is different bro Dude, and I really appreciated brand. I I appreciated that interview too that he did because I have some backstory on like no like brainer how, interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how he's how he's able to well not how he's able to do that because he's just a fucking wizard. But um, he's insane. You respect. wonder how respect Harry Mack. He's a freestyle um, rapper who's the best of all time. I mean, he, I think he's the goat of freestyling. He, he's he's up there, right there with Tyler Creator and Meek Mill, who who you <laughs> introduced me to some of their freestyles. But you wonder how. I, I love him. I'm a fan of his. How do, where does he go with this? Like, like maybe there's no direction that is paved yet. But like, how do you turn his talent of being able to to quickly think of stories and deliver music, right? Just off the top, or like on. on what I can think, there's only two ways, but he can obviously. There's more ways if, if you're creative with it, but make records, or you do battle rap. Those are the only two ways. Like I don't know if you watch some of the battle raps, like um, uh, what's his name? He's like the freakiest dude. Um, you know where I went to God. high school? God, what Cranbrook? That's a private school. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slow. <laughs> no, that's not. That was the, the that was when freestyles 
became popular, became mainstream. Yeah, yeah, man. Eight Mile Eminem. Daylight, Daylight. I don't know if you ever seen Daylight videos or um, Loaded Lux or Murder Mook. These are good freestyle artists. They are battle rappers, so they rappers. they literally get paid to like destroy each other. Love that shit. So I feel like Harry Matt could do that for sure, just because he's quick with it, oh, um, like none other. Yeah. So that might be a good lane. Um, we'll see. But we'll see. I want to talk about him later on, or later on in, in contract year. I'd love to have him as a guest. That would be sweet. That would be so sick. That would be sweet. I'm trying to get him to be kind. And by I, I mean, Just I hope he comes to be <laughs> yeah. Please come, please. Yeah. <laughs> Send a tweet at Mike Boyd Jr. <laughs> and, and various people. Yeah, no. Did you uh, check out any hoops this weekend? I did. I didn't watch every game from start to finish, but I tried to get a little bit of each to get get the vibes of how they were going. It was this weekend was incredible. It was fun. I was like, this is one of the best opening, even even the play-in. Which was your favorite game? Um, Minnesota and Memphis. And then also um, Nets and that in Boston. Kyrie's flicking off the fans and shit, and then Dude. just dropping. I how about how, that, how many points he had. Yeah, like 39. Yeah. Like, he should have shot it at the end, but whatever. He should have, but this Celtics one by one, right? Yeah. The buzzer beater right at the end. It was buzzer uh, Jason beater Tatum. You know how they got that, that last play? That last play tells you everything that I feel about the Nets in this season and, and basketball in general. It's like you can't just show up right. and play with people for the first time. Like you got studs. You got some of the best offensive players in NBA history. Right. But at the end of the game on the defensive end against a good team, they all five people, I think, were out of place in that last play. Kevin Durant, who should have been on Tatum, right. was kind of hanging. Two guys went out jumping after the ball, which right. allowed Marcus Smart to sneak in, throw it to Jason Tatum, who Kyrie came around the front to try to get the steal. You know, just he was out of position. Like you got to play together to learn those things, learn where people are going to be at different times. People take the regular season for granted. I think I f I forgot how many games it was, but Boston was like barely five hundred for the first 40 games, and then they had the best record in NBA history after those 40 games because they're, like, it's sh that shows you it takes a whole season to make these pieces work correctly. And so they're trying to put Ben Simmons in now. It's like, you guys are just going to just fuck the chemistry. You'll win a game. You'll like, win some games, but I don't think you can win a championship. And I said some shit about Boston last week that I just kind of couldn't believe in them. Yeah. To, to, they look good. Marcus Smart is the man. He's a better defender than I thought. He might win defensive player of the year. Mm -hmm. He's probably not, but he he could be in the conversation. And, and just the way they play together, it's kind of like the Suns. You yeah, know, it, it's it's a unit. Like I'm, we're seeing that more and more now. Yeah, like the the Warriors. Steph had a shitty game, and Jordan Poole is the third Splash Brother now. Like, and he looks different. Yeah, like when he catches the ball and shoots, Jordan Poole. It almost has Steph vibes, just about like kind of how quick he releases and he thinks it's going. There's something really. And he can shoot deep. There's too. something brewing. Deep. It was a big day for Mich former Michigan basketball oh, players. Yeah. Duncan Robinson. Oh, yeah, Duncan Robinson was snapping because he got demoted or something because he was in the starting lineup. And I yeah, I don't even know the dude's name who's starting right now, but then he showed up. I don't know either because Tyler Hero's on the bench. Yeah. Tyler Hero and Duncan are their one two off the bench, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tyler Hero is going to win six man of the six year. Six man, I think so too. Hope. But Duncan, that's stepping up when when your number's called, right? Like Smoking. just in in general, he was. What he played Division two for a couple of years, transferred to Michigan, played a little bit, right? Undrafted, 
found a home in in in, in Miami. Got a fat contract. Fat dude. contract from shooting. <laughs> he can shoot. Which good for him. Good guy. He's got a good podcast too. The, the NBA is in good hands, man. Like if you look around at the landscape of the league, like with Anthony Edwards. I know Trey, mm. Trey Young had a shitty game, but he balled against uh, Cleveland. Even in Cleveland, Darius Garland, Detroit, we got Kate Cunningham, like Young Hoopers. What? Because LeBron, he's gonna be gone in the next two to three years. Mm. Steph, he's gonna be around for a little bit longer because his game's not really the predicated on on athleticism, but. Torches being handed over. We got Luca. We got Ja. We got Giannis. We got. We're, th- you know what I'm saying? I think like, it's going to continue to well <laughs> the, the way for a lot of the same reasons why I think some of the, the actual gameplay is suffering. And I think it'll all work or work its way out. But like the the AAU culture, which I played, I think you played yeah. in AAU. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like everything's getting very individual at a young, young yeah. age. Um, but it's a lot. I mean, people are enjoying basketball. You know, they're marketing themselves like. Yeah, you want to be in the gym working on your game without anyone watching, but if having a camera on to film yourself will get you into the gym, right? Like more and more people are going to be working on their game. Absolutely, because nobody wants to be out here looking foolish. No, <laughs> no. everything goes online now. So, and if you can get to college now, we can make some money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The one guy in North Carolina, uh, Baycott Armando Baycott. Yep, yep. I think he could have been a first round draft pick. He's coming back. And he's gonna make millions. Make that bread, yeah. Because he can't now he can come back and stay college basketball is gonna get better because now people don't have to go to the NBA or go overseas to make money. They can stay and get better. They can stay at Duke or North Carolina or Michigan. Speaking of college basketball, you know who fucked up? Imani Bates. Yes. <laughs> I knew where right you were going. I don't know where he's going, but I saw he's entering the portal. So Wow. You know what colors he would look good in. <laughs> Amazing blue. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he should have just stayed on the Izzo route. He should have. Like, he would have got the premier coaching. And you put him on that team that didn't have a – I didn't really follow Michigan State yeah. basketball, but, like, th- they weren't themselves this year, but they needed one star. Yeah, yeah. I and think that was supposed to be the guy. And then I, I think he just wanted to take a chance, and he, he clearly wants to go to the NBA. Yeah. Tim um, – who's the coach? Penny. Penny Hardaway. Mm-hmm. I almost said Tim Hardaway. Penny, um, Anthony. He's been to the league, and I think he was just like, you know, oh yeah, he knows what to do. And then Penny had a meltdown like in the middle of the season and stuff. Juwan had a meltdown too, but um, it seemed like a good. I mean, Memphis, he was supposed to yeah, be better yeah, at Memphis for sure, but like, it didn't work. I, like, it's okay. Me, if I'm Imani Bates or somebody like on that level, I need to go to the premier coach. Like, I need to go to the Shashevskis, the Izzos, the um to learn the game yeah like you got skill that track record is different like the pros that they actually like i understand penny was a pro but he didn't send pros right i mean he can he's got the connections to to get you to the pros right right but maybe he's not the coach on a day-to-day basis to get you there so i think i think he uh, clearly he regretted it a little bit but i wonder if someone in in imani's family you know gave him what do we call it an ultimatum of what he should be doing. Anyways, you were the, the freaking man. Are you sure you haven't potted before? <laughs> no, I just listened off time. I, you know, links where links be at. You oh, we're set. bringing that back. I, I've been thinking about that after each episode we record. I was like, yeah, we're bringing that back. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things you would say. But segue when you listen to podcasts, segueing. I'm so glad you watch Ultimate, <laughs> dude. 
I didn't think you were talking about. I was like, I'm never gonna watch this. <laughs> I put on an episode. I couldn't turn it off. Dude, it's crazy. I almost want to watch it again. <laughs> How much can we talk about the actual content? Like, I don't want to give it away, but it's fine. Spoiler alert. Because yeah, we gotta. I'm probably gonna put a spoiler alert in the last one too. Gosh, it would like so. But do you know what I mean? Like, could you seriously? No. Give your girl an ultimatum, or she gives you an ultimatum, and then you guys are in the same room dating the same people. That's the key. Like, I would have to think about it if you said your girl's on the other side of the country or in another like you're doing this separate for a couple weeks yeah but they're dating other people in front of each other because realistically a real ultimatum is okay marry me or make me your girlfriend or whatever or we're done and then there's typically like a break period for however long and then you guys miss each other and you come back Mm -hmm. during that period you're dating other people you're doing what you're doing but you're not seeing it on the other side you're not like communicating with that and understanding what you're going like you're doing it's individual journey mm-hmm. but on this freaking show y'all are doing it together and in front of each other like and the people that have given the ultimatum are are a part of it too so they're now living with a stranger that they've connected with and they're understanding <laughs> now holy shit like i gave him an ultimatum i created this monster he's now. gonna come back to me <laughs> Now you're you're realizing like you can actually have feelings for someone else. Like yeah. there are there are couples forming from the non ultimatum. Because if you got pushed into it, it was like, all right, bet I'm gonna go see, see this thing through. Like, dude, the the uh, the second engagement. Oh my god, <laughs> that was the corniest. Like, <laughs> I but I feel him though. <laughs> I've never been so uncomfortable in my entire life. <laughs> you knew the second the second. I think they foreshadowed it before a commercial or something but like you knew he was this was gonna go down oh bad. yeah oh yeah oh yeah but the, oh then they ripped into that gr- oh. it, it, it was a lot man i like th- this show has made me watching very very uncomfortable oh. and that's why i liked it because it made me feel that like oh, f- it, it provides a feeling like yeah. that's why, whether you listen to music or or i like when i go when i watch a movie whether at the theaters or at homes like there have been bad movies that are entertaining like they make me feel happy or 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 sad or you know yeah yeah. i like that feeling but dude (laughs) that one is so crazy but i feel them though like you are not we're not doing this like if you feel that way about that person like i'm not watching it go down i'm sorry i can't i couldn't do it i couldn't i couldn't do it oh my god so where are you at right now are you like halfway through are you i watched four episodes okay um i got wait till you get to the reunion oh my gosh so they they've they've just started living together okay in in the hotel in the living together as the the opposite couples yeah okay that's opposite as as their the trial marriage yeah yeah okay and it's that's uncomfortable too like it's bad yo. ah because like y'all are both thinking about the other person and you might have been the person who gave the ultimatum. The other person is just there. And then it's like, are you guys really going to give it a shot? Like, And you know what they're doing? The cameras go off. Oh, yeah. Like, leading up to it is just all sexual chemistry. Oh, yeah. By the way, very well casted. Like, when they when they first introduced everybody, I'm like, how is this all going to work? Like, how <laughs> I was trying to guess, like, who's going to end up together? Right, right. And I was wrong on every single one. But... I, there are some characters, and I think it's casted really well. I would like for next, because there has to be a season two. 
I would like them to be a little bit older and also have a little bit longer relationship. Yes. Because it's 23 year old April. Two years. Yeah, right. And she's the one who wants baby. Yeah, like she yeah. wants a baby she now. She wants everything, like the house, the crib, or the the car. Like she wants everything right. I'm like, girl, you're 23 years old. Like, I'm about to turn 30 and I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, how do you know this right now? I would like to see them to be a little bit older, but I'm totally with you. I enjoyed the cast. Um if, if I'm gonna put you put you in the position, I, I forget her name, but if the person who gave you the ultimatum. Okay. You know, was talking, was telling people that they were going to, he was going to select her. Oh, yeah. Three across, different times. Across the table. He's yeah. shouting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about Shanique first, mm. and then Shanique picked Zay. Yeah. And he was like, oh. And then he started going in about April because mm -hmm. he wants to have kids, and April wants to have kids. Right. And then April picked. Uh, the first dude who got engaged. Yeah, Grant, what, the 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 tall, yeah, quiet, yeah. white yeah, dude. Yeah, the tall dude. I forgot his name. Yeah, who then he right after that went and proposed to his girl. Yeah, and that was real. Oh, that's my least favorite girl. Me too. Yeah, but then while that was going on, your dude is whispering across the table to another girl. Hey, I'm gonna pick you next. Yeah, like, and then he gets up and proposes to you, and you say yes. And she was like, fuck yes. Yeah, she was like, w didn't hesitate. And the whole time, she had a, she had the issue. So it was just yeah. like, that that whole dynamic was off. Their like, one issue was she didn't want kids. He wanted lots of kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. they were passionate about each. And that's all they talked about um, while they were yeah. meeting everyone. That didn't get resolved in a week. No. No, 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 no. Dude, but I feel him though. That is wild. <laughs> that is wild. Y'all are y'all are not gonna take my queen and live with her for three weeks. You know what I would love to see. <laughs> Speaking of casting, casting season two, I hope they have a situation where we can experience an Indian wedding. Ooh, you're killing. I've always wanted to go to an, go to an Indian wedding, dude. Don't you have the opportunity? I do. It's funny you say that. <laughs> funny you say that. I'm actually going to one uh, this weekend. I'm going out to San Francisco. My cousin oh, Grace. Okay. My cousin Grace is getting married to a man named Arjun. Cool. Um, and it's not like fully traditional Indian wedding, but there are a lot of pieces. Like I can already tell in the invitation, they're gonna they're gonna sprinkle in different pieces of that. Sweet. Um, That's super dope, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Um, like I, I didn't get there. You know, there's some traditional uh, uh, Indian clothes. It's called a, a sari. I think it. I think it's both for girls and guys okay um is that what you have to wear you don't have to like okay. I, I would want i would want time, to do it yes yeah okay next time i would want to do it or if it was like a fully traditional wedding because apparently they they take like multiple days like uh, an indian wedding is like a is like a uh a festival it's like a, okay. a it's not just a, a reception at night um, it's a, a full day experience or so, full weekend. So do you have like the, do they give you an itinerary of what's going down each day or is it just kind of, you just roll with it? Kind of okay. like, like they, they're doing some things like they're going to have a, a, a Bollywood style flash mob. I, I don't know where Sweet. in all this or how, but there's like a little, uh, uh, practice we're doing Thursday night. Um, okay. No, that's dope, man. Hold on. There were I, I've written some details. There's like just some cool things about about Indian weddings. Are you going dolo? I am. Sweet. So I you, am. You can find an Indian queen in, in the mix. Yeah, that would be 
<laughs> that would be amazing. I think Indian women are beautiful. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Beautiful. It's probably better to go dolo. <laughs> have you ever dated an Indian woman, a white girl? Well, I should say white woman. <laughs> white. I've dated everything. Me too. Yeah. I've dated everything. I haven't dated an Asian girl, but it's it's not by design. It just it hasn't happened. Hasn't happened. I would. Actually, I haven't dated a black girl yet. Yeah. So. But I, same same thing. But it's funny because all the black girls in my lives they hate on me for that. <laughs> for <laughs> dating dating outside. Outside. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you gotta taste the world. Some people some people are like very militant about that, and I and I totally get it. I understand it. We're trying to keep the bloodlines pure like i get it but it's like i fuck with who i fuck with it doesn't really matter yeah what your skin tone or what your culture is like if we vibe we vibe and i'm gonna explore it if it ends it ends if it doesn't it doesn't so exactly that's kind of how i see it but they get pissed bro they get pissed <laughs> hey oh i'm gonna i'm gonna have to ask your girl <laughs> to come on the show when i was in uh miami i took a picture on um a yacht i i rented a yacht for my brother's birthday and it was just all um mexican uh cuban columbia girls on it and that's naturally you. they all thought it was all white chicks and my dms were just blowing up like what the fuck <laughs> like they'll go that far and call you out yeah oh yeah in real time like literally like we were going to the clubs and stuff and i know i was gonna do this for his birthday so we were and girls were just coming in the booth and they just i mean it's miami they're all fucking cuban or some shit and so i'm like we got this tomorrow we got this tomorrow we got this tomorrow and then they all come up yeah yeah like what, that what, was the selection process <laughs> what would be what like the first message that one of your girls would would say really like, okay, dot, so, dot, dot. okay. <laughs> so I already I already know what that means. Oh that's kind of funny. <laughs> I am gonna ask your girls day and <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely ask them. Who, definitely ask them. Who else? Crystal. Day and Crystal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely ask them how they feel about that. Cause I don't think I know Day more or I know Day better than I know Crystal. Yeah. But I don't think Day has dated outside of her race. I'm okay. Not, I'm not sure, but um yeah, I think we need to we, this, we need to do a little experiment. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they'll come on next pod. So yeah, we'll let's see. do it. We'll see. But uh, I want to hear all about that when you get back. I cool. think that's gonna be fucking dope, dude. I'm I'm pumped. I'm excited. Um, I, there's not many events that we've gone to in the last couple of years. Yeah. Like, I bet it was it's awesome cool to get back out, man. Going to Miami and actually doing normal, like going out and just having fun. Even the work conference, like work fucking sucks, but it it was cool to see the people I've been working with for two mm -hmm. and a half years behind the screen and like trying to connect with them on an, an actual person. Yeah. So being around people brings you, brings energy yeah. like that. You may not realize you need or want, or that's there. Like I've gotten very closed in over the course yeah. of the last couple of years. And, and it's hard to bust out of that. It's yeah. It's scary sometimes. Like, even now, like um, my boy, my uh, one of our friends had a, a birthday and I just I just met this guy recently, like a month ago. And so like RSVP to his party and stuff. And then after being at conference and then taking customers out to the game, mm -hmm. like, I just needed a me weekend. And so he was kind of rolling his eyes and shit. Like really, I'm like, bro, like Sometimes I need, you need, I need you some need me it. time, bro. Like and I don't I don't like to be, you know, like antagonized for wanting that. Yeah. <laughs> so when you need it, you need it. Yeah. You gotta look out for yourself. Yeah. So I can't I can't put my best self out there if I'm like I'm not happy to be here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just get out. Yeah. It get is out. what it is. But did you buy anything this last week? 
Actually, did you get verified on Twitter? So I did not get verified on Twitter. Okay. I'm going to do that. Cool. Um, I'm definitely going to do that. And I think I'm going to roll with my my motherfucker. No, oh, yeah. Dude, that, <laughs> that's, that's my favorite one right now. He's sick. He's um, sick. What are those at? Are they still I think over they're at one? Three, I think they're at three. Three? Yeah. yeah. Those are holding. Yeah. They've been, I mean, they've been up as far as eight, down to one and a half, but. They're you remember that you remember that project I sent you and Xander a couple weeks ago, Moonbirds? Yes. And now all I'm seeing is fucking Moonbirds and shit. You see what that floor price is? God, was it like fourteen eight right now? Yeah, I think it's in the twenties. It's in the twenties. I think it's like twenty one or twenty two. And it dropped two days ago. God. So do you think that's do you think that's going to be sustainable? Because, um, I f- I forget. I think it was like Mecca something. Mechaverse. Mechaverse. Those were like. 20 ETH for like I don't know two weeks and then then now it's like you can get one for point four. <laughs> that's a good question I think these are probably more sustainable than okay. that and I'm not educated on Mechaverse but I heard there was there were a lot of things going on maybe some sketchy stuff um, they all the biggest commonality with that I heard was they all look the same there's no okay. like there's nothing special about them I didn't really look at Moonbirds to see like the qualities but megaverse if you look at it they all look like freaking gundams and they all look <laughs> the same gundam so like it's not unique it's not exclusive yeah it's not making you feel any of that no that'll be interesting i i don't know all the details about the actual image and the different trait the moonbirds image and traits or whatnot but i think it's at least somewhat whatever number it's at, i think it's going to be high what t- 10 is high like so yeah. maybe it drops to 10 but it's the second generation of the proof collective which is a much more exclusive, like alpha focused NFT community. It's okay. put on by these two, this actually one guy He's now got a team now, Kevin Rose. He had the proof podcast. Mm. Um, he's big, he's a venture capitalist and, and, you know, he's been early at a lot of web three things. He put together the initial proof collective, which is a thousand tokens, which basically gives you access to their discord. They write all these, you know, research reports. It, it seemed, I don't know exactly what it is because I don't have I can't see any of it, but um a few people I know who are in it say it's it's incredible. And that that floor is now at a hundred ETH, I think. Sheesh. Um and it's just alpha focused. I fucking hate being late to everything. Right. But <laughs> Moonbirds, the little I know, Moonbirds, uh, they're they have a state uh, a staking type mechanism. Okay. Um, where you'll gain more benefits or or more you have access to more things. There's more value to you the longer you hold your Moonbird. Like they actually track in some way. Okay. To, How long you actually. Okay. Because they want to reward the people who were there first mm-hmm. versus in a year so releasing people something. People hopping in. Yeah. Or, or trying to, you know, manipulate or, or do things that cause a lot trading. So you can make money off of a secondary trading. Um, so I think it's definitely incentivizing people not to sell. Mm-hmm. uh and Which is awesome yeah and i think the rest is kind of to be determined okay but the infrastructure is there at least they built built a little brand before i hate being late it's crazy yeah no that's dope like honestly that's that's where the value is and how are how are you going to utilize this thing um i was actually talking to one of my friends who i definitely want to have on, on the podcast he's created this platform it's a um transactional uh subscription platform and it's built, it's done, it's developed. And he didn't know what the fuck NFTs were or anything like that. But now he's looking at it like, 
this is how I can get my platform out here. So I had a conversation with him Interesting. last Friday, and I don't want to steal his thunder, so that's why I'm being super, yeah. super vague about it. But he he is in the process of creating a uh, prof- PFP project, profile picture project, for the marketing aspect of it. But essentially, anybody who holds this NFT will have access to this platform um, of subscriptions to whoever he does a partnership with. So he, he's been That's working. how he could reward the first people. Yeah, he's been working with a lot of local companies. And again, I don't want to... Local steal Michigan? It. Yeah, I don't want to steal his thunder, but they would all, all be on the platform, Detroit. What city? What what neighborhood? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. What's but. his first initial? <laughs> no, that's sick, though. No, it's my boy Tendo. I definitely want him to come and explain. Um, but it's it's like you you can come up with something... What, whatever you're passionate about, like whatever, photography, whatever it might be, and figure out how to make it a Web3 project to essentially fund your project. I was just about to say. So so that's what he, he's looking for funding, and he's like, this is how I can get funding. So he has a product or he has an idea. It's complete or almost complete. Mm-hmm. And his next, like the one thing missing is money to be able to market it and to be able to, to get it update out. it and get it out there to yeah. people. And so... If you buy this NFT, you'll have um, that you'll have access to that subscription, and you can get not free, but like you get money back yeah. on certain. So instead products. of going to a, a venture capitalist or going to someone who wants part of your company, to, correct? It'll give you money to fund it. You're funding it through your your people, correct? Your, your fans or, or friends or family that know about it up front. So he's struggling, like, okay, what should the NFT be? And I suggested to him a uh, profile picture because then it, it's free marketing. Yeah. Because, like, it it's to me, the art is, like, if you like it, you like it, but the utilization of it is the important part. Yeah. Me. Like, try your hardest to make the art dope, but right. if people buy into how you can use this, they're going to buy the fucking thing. Yes. So... That's right. There, I don't know if we said on the last pot, maybe it was episode one, like right now, NFTs and PFPs, there's a lot of collectability and a very little bit of utility. Over time, I think it's going to reverse. It, it's going to be more about the utility behind yeah. these these projects and tokens. Because even in Moonbirds, like how, how they're staking differently than other projects right. are, are staking. So like I could kind of give a damn about the art at that point. Right. Um. And you could see the value in somebody coming at it from a different angle and what that would look like, hence why you think that might sustain versus somebody solely relying on the art. Right. So it's it's a but crazy it happens. World. The art the art part happens too. Like crypto punks, like they don't do shit. No. But Mo- that motherfuckers don't do anything. Right. So it's like That's why people love them. Like th- <laughs> that simplicity or lack of the other stuff sometimes is all right. I get this and I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to think about it. I can show it off, but I don't have to like sit in a Discord to gain value. Right, right. I gotta I gotta be better about the Discord, man. That's where I I really do. I I realize I struggle. That's been my biggest miss or was my biggest miss. I realized some of the projects I bought, even inexpensive ones, um, to get the most to extract the most value yeah. out of them like you you do have to participate you have to engage and you have to be up on what's going on yeah. like you just do like, yeah not all of them you do not all of them you can follow along with something but yeah no i i i definitely think harder about what i'm buying 
and what it's going to take me to get the most value if I don't have the right. time for it. Outside of your um, like bubble of NFT and crypto conversations, people that you have um, dialogue with, do you think that the conversation now is mainstream? Or is it still something that's bubbling up? And, and I say this, we were talking about the uh, NBA playoffs. Mm -hmm. here. You're seeing commercials with Steph Curry promoting it. You're seeing commercials with Shaq. I mean, uh, Staples Center is now crypto arena, you know what I'm saying, or crypto.com arena. Um, you're, you're seeing Mark Cuban. Like, I'm seeing it very, very, yeah. it's very prevalent in the sports world. And I bring up sports because that's kind of mainly where I'm at. Yeah. Um, and some of these newer TV shows too, like it's like brought up like as, you know, just South Park. conversation and yeah. whatever. Yeah. South Park. Like, what are your thoughts there? Do you think like people like the, uh, like in, in, in the NBA, they call it a casual, like, like a girl who doesn't pay attention to sports. Mm -hmm. She probably knows who Kobe Bryant is. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, do you think it's on that level or? We still got some work to do. I think we still got some work to do, uh, but but I think we're close, if not like just there. Uh, it, it sort of depends on how you how you interpret mainstream. I, I mean, I think it's definitely out there in the mainstream now. Okay. I think there are there's too high of a percentage now of haters, uh, and I say haters. That's how I gauge it. That's why I think it's mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why you think it's mainstream. Yeah, because the hate is heavy. That's a good point. I I take I got to think about that one. That's a good point. I sort of take it as when I said haters, I mean the people who haven't even given it the time yet. They haven't even, like they can't conceptualize it, so it's like fuck that. Yes. Yeah. Like there's there's too high of, of those people. Mm -hmm. I want more people. I mean, I guess I want everyone to believe in it, but more people that understand it and still say oh, that's not for me. The more more that become that becomes true, I think it's hard to hard to judge that, but I think that'll be a te telltale sign. Mm -hmm. I also think, oh, that that is what. So right now, or still, this is this is how I gauge relevancy, or or maybe maybe I'm coming up with this on the spot, and this is how I'm going to gauge it moving forward. Right now, when ETH drops. Mm -hmm. NFTs tend to go up. Right. And it's dropping right now. Right. Mm -hmm. But a lot of projects will sell more at, at times. ETH is down because people are still thinking in terms of dollars. They're thinking that they're not looking at one ETH that was $3,000 now. Mm -hmm. They can now buy that same thing for $2,500, you know, yeah, mm -hmm. or get in, you know, people coming into the crypto world, coming into NFTs, like it's an easier barrier of entry. But when people are thinking they're calculating it in U.S. dollars and, and that we have this, uh, uh, what type of correlate, indirect or direct correlation, you know, yeah. one goes up, the other goes yeah, down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think when that changes, there that when people start talking and thinking in ETH, like, like yeah. I think I do, at least when I'm buying NFTs. I've got a, yeah, yeah, because that's also dangerous. <laughs> oh, it's horribly dangerous. <laughs> I definitely do that, too. And then it's like, oh, should I spend $6,000 <laughs> on whatever, like a, a freaking rocking chair. <laughs> right? When you say it like that, yeah, yeah. it seems ins insanity. Yeah, yeah. But 
you know, 1.4, you know, you start breaking it down into, into smaller, even just the concept of one, like one, two, three ETH is actually three, six, $9,000. Right, right, right. Like right. psychologically, what? if I'm trying to get something that's 10 ETH, if, if I have to think, you know, I got to go get thir- find a way to raise 30 grand. Right. Like, damn, that's that's a good year for most people. Like, like how do yeah. you find thir- how do you come up with thirty thousand dollars if you are not planning for that? But psychologically, if I'm like, all right, I just got to get to 10 ETH. Like, uh, right. Maybe it's flip. You're trying to. This is what I'm working with right now. Yeah. And I can get a couple of these things, you know, that for a. a three or four tokens that equal one each. like it just makes it a, a smaller mountain it looks yeah. like a smaller mountain to climb it does because now that you said that like i found myself doing that when i was trying to purchase um uh mutant board it because i'm like i'm looking at my portfolio i'm like do i have enough if i flipped everything in here like also would it be worth it just to be invested into one project so it's like we talked about that one episode where yeah Right now, where we're at, we kind of want to touch a lot of things. Yeah, it's hard to put yeah. so much into one project. And my my boy, um, he put a thread on Twitter. Um, he recently got an actual board ape, and so he That's walks a, through how he started that journey. And it took like he flipped nine. Up to it? He flipped a, a shitload. He's making friends with people in the Discord. He was getting he was trading rareables from different projects and like. And he he flipped up to a board ape. He flipped up to a board ape. Which today, hundred and six point nine five floor price. Yeah. So we're talking three hundred grand. Yeah. Just chilling in his wallet. Which is <laughs> off mic. We were talking about um if we should keep our portfolios <laughs> in our fucking wallets or a hard wallet. I don't know. Cause I'm I think it had at least I think it's gonna have to go hard wallet, and that's what everyone recommends now. But it's like, it's it's, I have a hard time moving anything because yeah. I'm just kind of I'm scared. Yeah, because security's just a beast, man. It's, it's a beast right now. It is, and I also like maybe I just believe in MetaMask too much, and I shouldn't do that. Like, it's hard. I don't know what to tell. It's weird coming from the industry you're in now, which I was in, where we can sell cybersecurity products and you see how important it is, also how never ending it, like you can never be 100% protected. Right, because I honestly low key think that all those cybersecurity companies hire people to hack other people's shit. They do. And like- Oh, you mean unethically? Yeah, oh yeah, like, and then they just come over with their upsell because they got hacked or whatever. And I'm kind of nervous that might happen in the wallet world. It could happen. <laughs> the virtual wallet world where these platforms are trying to compete with each other. And so, like, they're hacking the other wallets and shit like that, which is also, like, I know we've talked about it before, but I really, hopefully at Beacon, like, I'll have some more um, clarity on the Solana space and, that's a good good call. Yeah, because like I, I was I was on my Twitter yesterday and everybody's got their ETH addresses and then randomly Shaq tweeted and it was Shaq.soul. And I'm no like, damn, should we get those too? Like <laughs> was that an unstoppable domains or was it is there a, 
a soul one. I think there's a soul one. I didn't like. I yeah. fell asleep with OpenSea in my face last night. And for you, for you guys <laughs> who don't, who don't know, OpenSea is like the the uh, most popular platform with Ethereum NFTs. It's like um, the eBay. Of yeah, it's like the the overall marketplace yeah. for um, Ethereum NFTs. But um, I meant to look into that last night, but I, I'm going to do it today to, I, I to be know. researched. Yeah, and, and I think if it's if what I want is there, I'm just going to pull the trigger. So do it and figure out how to store it. What's going on at Coachella? Coachella, man, they're 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 promoting NFTs pretty heavy too. Do you know how? Um, I saw a, f- a few of the live streams, and so uh, when the artists are performing they've got visuals behind them um and doing whatever they want to add to the show and things like that and i swear like they were promoting their own nft projects coachella's own nft no uh the the artist so like for example um takeoff in the migos he's got a project um but it's i don't really fuck with it because it's like first of all i don't really rock with the celebrity projects and then on top of that it's like a board ape Oh, really? Knockoff thing. So he just like, I'm going to make some monkeys too. Cash grab? Yeah. So, but those were in in the performance, yeah. in the background and shit. And so that's why I like leading, be- circling back to the, is it mainstream? Like, uh, people are, they don't really understand it, but they're trying to figure out how to get a bag no matter what. Like, Did you see the, the <laughs> fast food restaurant in Florida? No. Uh, it's uh, It's called Bored and Hungry a board okay. ape owner started this fast this burger joint uh that's sweet with his board ape and mutant ape as the the branding as the like you know that. the people and they serve they got cool little serving trays and you can pay with ape coin you can you can buy your oh. stuff with ape coin i think it's the first one of its kind so that's we'll see dope. but kind of a cool idea that's dope man like that's kind of why i think it's mainstream right like i like Maybe that does mean it's there's, here. There's so many fucking haters. And then on top of that, you're seeing it at like the highest level. Um, maybe people are seeing it and don't know what they're seeing. But when I was watching some of the streams, I'm like, oh, that's got to be an NFT. Yeah. That's, that's how I think. <laughs> my, my last girlfriend last year when I was like getting into this hard and just educating myself, I, I guarantee she got so annoyed with me because <laughs> I would just turn everything into how can I turn that into an NFT? Like, I can see how that's annoying, but at the same time, like, your mind is going. We have to figure this shit out. Like, my boy, he just right? got, he just got married two years ago, and I went over to his house over the winter, and we just start talking about different coins. Just and then his wife's like, "All right, I'm, I'm if I here. have to hear about fucking um, Wonderland <laughs> one more time." And it's the new yeah, yeah. boys just watching a game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. You guys go do your thing. But we need to get the women involved, man. We do. We need to get the, the boss beauties. Involved. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot out there. I just haven't really. You know, we can do. You know what? I'll commit to when when Day and Crystal come on. If they haven't bought an NFT yet, I got a bunch of the derivative boss beauties. Yeah. And give them one of each of those. Oh, like they can shit. have their yeah, first. Yeah. Their oh, first that'd be one. dope. I'm, the yeah. cool intro into the space. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know specifically Day, I know she's into crypto. Cool. I don't know if she's got NFTs or whatever, but I'd love to hear their perspective. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I honestly can't wait for that. We and we've got some cool guests lined up mm-hmm. after them and further down the line i'm super excited for we're slaying the, the land. future of this podcast honestly. planting the seed yeah, laying the yeah, land yeah do so. you uh oh what i was gonna ask 
or what I was going to correlate uh, that some of these in real life Web two native companies. Mm-hmm. Have you followed Peloton? I mean, you know what Peloton is, yeah. you know the bikes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. The uh, super expensive, super expensive. Their stock. I was listening to the story this morning on one one of these podcasts I listened to, Robin Hood Snacks or Snacks Daily. Okay. Um, Peloton, they've been struggling. Like their stock price is down 70% in the last year or something. Like they're struggling like crazy. People are back outside again and said, fuck, I think fuck so. that bike. And also it's funny, <laughs> on, on Sex in the City, there was an episode where like one of the main characters had a heart attack on the Peloton. And their stock took a hit that day oh. or the next day. So that like, was on the new Sex in the City? I think so. This was oh. a couple months ago, I think. Because I knew that, didn't they like reboot it or something? Yeah. 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 So I think it was whatever is the new, the newest one. It was, or I think, is Dang. Mr. Biggs? Is that a name? Mr. Biggs? Dang, I don't know. I, so he, I was told I should watch Sex in the City, but yeah. I've never seen it. But, but what I was going to say, so they're struggling. So what they're going to do they're going to lower the price on their hardware on their expensive bikes mm. but they're going to jack up the prices on the subscription. subscriptions yeah but for this is for all new people but anyone who owns a peloton already all they're getting is new high subscription prices like they're not getting the benefits of cheap a cheap hardware cheap bike like right, right. they're immediately having to pay more and more it's like Man, they should be taking care of the OG. You could have done that better. Yeah. yeah. You definitely could have done that better. You know? Like, even like, okay, cool. We'll keep the price the same, but you get a free year. Yeah, something. Yeah. Like, like just that thinking mindset that's all in NFTs or, or you know, maybe Moonbird. Like, it's actually probably more more similar to a lot of NFT projects where it's, we're going to do what we do to make money. Yeah. And then we'll figure out series two. Like, imagine when these 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 companies we know of already start thinking all right we can get closer to our consumer our fan or whoever now we got to think with them in mind it's just like a versatile mindset like it they all could do not one thing has to be rolled out the exact same way like like you guys have enough money you guys have enough people in the in the boardroom who who have these ideas like um i was uh i was listening to um Pusha T interview, and he was talking about how he wrote the McDonald's jingle back in the day. Did he really? And now he did the Arby's one. Wait, is, what's the McDonald's one? Ba, 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 ba. I'm loving it. That was him? That was him. And Ar- what's Arby's? Uh, we love the meats or something like that. Arby's, we love the meats. <laughs> yeah, or some, some shit like that. Still, dude, that's incredible. So he wrote both of those. And so... I know what you're going to tell me. Um, He was saying the dude... um who told Arby's, like, let's get Pusha T involved. Internally, they're looking at him like he's the freaking rock star. Like, he's the he's the guy we go to for marketing now. But it's like, let's get outside of the box in the boardrooms and, like, figure out different ways to market or figure out different ways to take care of the OGs or what, whatever the case may be. And I think that's what a lot of these crypto platforms and these NFT platforms are really – Media is kind of getting twisted upside down right now. Yeah, yeah. As I, we're on a podcast, and I, I'm loving it. it like Wait, you're like what? we were saying, I'm loving it. Oh, push it! <laughs> but like, like I was telling you, I, I don't know if I said this on the pod or not, but um, I just watch podcasts now, like in ultimatum. But like, <laughs> that's all I watch. Like, I don't watch. That's a way for people to get information now. Yeah, Twitter is your news. Podcasting is how I learn 
that's how I learned most about NFTs. Yeah. Listening mm-hmm. to podcasts. When you go on TikTok, like businesses use TikTok to reach people. I gotta be better. Yeah, we're gonna our TikTok gotta. We're gonna figure it out. Yeah, we're gonna come together and do do something sick, or just do it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, we're gonna do it. But there are these new ways. And when you think of of have you heard of Omaha Productions? Oh, is that um Peyton's company? Peyton yeah. and Eli mm-hmm. started this. I think it's an alternative media company. But a lot of people saw it in Monday Night Football. I think it was Monday Night Football. Yeah. This last year, they had their, you know, the main NBC or CBS, the main broadcast. But then Peyton and Eli are talking, you know, like in their living room, talking about the game and their, you know, their uh, comments and bringing cool guests during it. Just a different way to show a football game. Yeah, and not not only them, Nickelodeon is doing it with the kids and stuff. They'll they'll throw slime as the freaking first down marker and shit like that. No way. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Like as a kid. You can watch like Farm Time Live. Yeah, during the freaking Lions game or whatever. So they do it at the same time. Mm-hmm. So they got all the broadcasts going at the same time. I'm sure there's other people doing it too. They throw flags and it comes out as slime. They they do a bunch of shit. Like That's so cool. They'll have like SpongeBob out there and like getting the kids more into sports that's so cool yeah yeah that's how we're gonna that's how things are gonna change and they got like goofy commentating and stuff like for like kids and stuff that's awesome so like we're, i mean we're entering a new space man and i, I just want to navigate it and 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 be the, be a voice in it yeah so like i'm happy we're doing this do you hear mickey and minnie mouse are getting a divorce no yeah no it's true they it's true yeah they were in uh they were in court the other day and the judge asked Mickey, you know, what's wrong? Like, why are you, you know, pushing for a divorce? And Mickey responds, well, she's fucking goofy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought you were being serious. No. Because they, they're messing with our they're messing with our OG people. Are they? Yeah. Like, Bert, Bert and Ernie, they gay. Really? SpongeBob's gay. Like, actually gay? Yes. This is new. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Why? Because, like, when you said that, I'm like, are they really pushing divorce you on kids now, too? You serious. No, because they, they're doing that now. Like, they're going back, and they're saying, no, Damn. SpongeBob identifies as this. What? Yeah. Isn't that going to cause, I mean, I really don't care, but, like, isn't that going to cause more, pro- I, I don't know. I feel like you can't really. I get it. Like, I get it. Yeah. But I'm saying, leave our. The OGs. Alone. Like, stop making Jurassic Park 13 and make something new. <laughs> yes. Like, make an NFT project. Stop. Like, I yeah. don't. Like, it, it bothers me. Like, it, it bothers me. Don't make Cat Dog a transvestite cartoon. Make stoner cats. Right. Make a new thing. Exactly. Exactly. And I will support the new thing. I'm just saying, like, even, even on um, Bel Air. Like I love how I love that style of remake. If we're gonna remake it, let's make it a whole new situation. So on, on the show, I love it. Spoiler too. alert: um, Ashley is gay on the show. I think that's dope because it's a whole different story. Don't go back and do a sitcom of Fresh Prince and make Ashley gay. Then I'm pissed, right? Because that changed the whole. And yeah, because Ashley wasn't a huge character. Like they're they're making a substrate to talk about to teach about that stuff, and right. it seems very real. Like right. the kind of conversations that she would be having with her mom and her dad, 
and her sister who knows before her parents, you know, like exactly the coming out process. Exactly. Like, so there's like, a good way to do it. There's a great way to do that. And and I, I wanted to say that because like I'm not anti any of these changes. No. It's just it that worked. Leave that over there. Yeah. And do something new. Yeah. That's all I that's all I'm saying. I'm with you. Even even to uh, earlier, the um Jack Harlow, Lil Nas X, all that stuff, like I'm cool with that stuff. Just like you also gotta do something different. Do and it new. a different way and don't make it obvious that you're just channeling this audience. Like you know what I'm saying? Don't like, force yeah. No, that that's a good call. Sorry, I went down like a wormhole, but no, I, that's <laughs> that's the stuff I want we gotta talk about. Yeah, you know, it's like we got two different two different opinions and cult. We grew up di- like yeah. Even with the NFT, stop making eight projects. Yeah, we got those. Get over it. <laughs> there are plenty of animals in the jungle. <laughs> you know, that worked for them. Crazy. What I love, and we'll, we'll move on. But like, have you seen some of Harry Max? The, the advertisers that advertise on his his YouTube mm-hmm. show, they just say here, run with it. And he freestyle or he raps on behalf of or, or about the company he's advertising, yeah. Hims or or you know whatever the different ones are, and it's fire. Uh, Hello Fresh, he does one uh, where he's cooking, and it's just like it seems it's a cool way to deliver that same. Yeah, message. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Like the we gotta get into our creative space. So we do some of this, some of this copycat. It's true. Shit is is over with. It was cool for a little bit, but now it's like, all right. Even it's when over. they do the songs now, like they're sampling shit in the late 2010s now. Like, make a new song, bro. Make a new song, <laughs> or or collaborate for something better. Like, don't just try to use something else. Like, collaborate. Like, we grew up. Well, like, I'll speak for myself. Maybe it was a little before you. I don't think so, but like. When Jay Z and Lincoln Park collaborated on oh, the yeah. first album, yeah. there was hip hop and and uh, uh, rock. Mm-hmm. I remember people thought it was like a crazy concept, but then the album dropped and like it was awesome. Yeah, it yeah. was different. Like it's not my favorite music now, but it's like for a time, it was just the the sh- it was awesome. I mean, that's why we fuck with Kanye so hard. Yeah, because like Eight Away and Heartbreak changed music, and nobody was doing that you know what i'm saying like not my favorite album yeah but i agree with it's you. one of mine but, but yeah like i agree with because you. because without 808s like pretty sure we don't have drake pretty sure we don't have a lot of of the people that we have you know drake that means you probably don't have have uh, uh what's better uh what was little wayne's oh young uh, money cash money right yeah, yeah. No, uh, his group was young money young money he yeah. was signed to cash money yeah he yeah. got drake and nikki nikki tiger and, and all those people oh. but it's like some some of it like we need people to be creative because then you spark Creativity. Drake, then you spark, you know what I'm saying? Like you you uh um even in basketball, like without all these people before, there's no Kyrie Irving who mastered it all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Do you ever think how how many or who out there how many people would have been the best artist or the best musician or the best gamer in the world? But as a kid, whatever reason, they never even took that chance or they, or they gave up to her, you know, like I imagine how many people around yeah. the world, their parents told them to stop playing video games or to only play for an hour 
there's, there's definitely a lot of that. And I almost fell in that box. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like before I was doing contract year and podcasting, like I wasn't doing anything. And like when, um, right before I went to college, uh, me and my friend at the time, we had started a blog and it was, it was a shitty name, but it was too fresh blog. And it, like it actually started picking up some steam. Um, and there's a person in media right now, her name's Karen civil and she started at the same time we did. And so I always looked at Karen civil because it was like, man, if we kept going with it, that could have been us. And she, she like started doing PR for Nicki Minaj, Nipsey hustle, YG, like all these people. Yeah. And that's what we were promoting on our stuff, but we both went to college and we kind of just stopped. And so, and then in, in college, it's like, you get a job, you get a job. This is what you do. This, mm-hmm. this is how you do it. And so then. I just lost all of that. And then um, working in corporate for a few different companies and then coming here. And then honestly, before the pandemic, I was I was getting frustrated at my current company. And I was like, I need something to call my own. Like, because this shit makes me happy. Like, having something so to, like, like have. And, and it's yours. And that's mine. Like, we create in it. We're creating this content. Like, this is, we're putting this out how we want to put it out. And. Um, how much more do you love talking about what you're doing here so much more than yeah your other job yeah not that it's a even, bad even when i'm in my other job i'm thinking about this yeah like so it's just like because it's it's what i want to do and but i think just the institutionalization that we all go through like you just lose it like you lose like i forgot who said it um but coming up like we were all artists we all drawn and shit we're all like good point doing playing like markers legos with uh, chalk yeah like whatever silly putty everything and like doing all this dope shit and then you come into the system and then it's like all right i everybody dresses this way put your toys away yeah every this is how you act and then you just kind of lose yourself and put a time try to like fit in which is like what they want you to do and when you think about getting a job and uh the government takes off the top when you go to school the government takes off the top so it's like they're telling you to do these things so they can get Mm -hmm. paid and once you figure that out you're like fuck this (laughs) (laughs) then you you want to really get down that you talk about inflation and you're still getting the same salary so you're making less money right right. or or they give you a thousand dollar raise but really you're still making less money so and then that's why i'm deep in nfts and crypto and stuff because like it's a it's a new wave it's a new path and they're they're definitely trying to figure out how to tax it and stuff but new path that you can pave yeah that you 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 can do so like whatever way you want to go because and then that's why i look at the people and like you can be skeptical i really don't like again i'm not trying to convince you but um i just think it's kind of funny that when you do that you're saying what you subscribe to and that's i'm cool with how shit is i'm cool with them doing this to us i'm cool with this and so cool for you i'm not so <laughs> go, down a, go down a different yeah, you path go, you go down there I'll, I'll i'll go over here so awesome speaking of traveling down a different path i got a story for you oh let's do it dare we say a southpaw story southpaw story baby we were talking about sharing a quick story each time about a card i like or card a card that i own that i like um this one i'm gonna hand it to you a 2017 bay area rapid transit it's Ooh. actually a transportation pass. Okay. With Kevin Durian on it. Okay. This pass, when 
the Warriors won. Oh, Fan Friday. The NBA championship. There are only two of these. Um, two different types? Or no, it's two cards? Two in general. Two, oh, shit. two tens. So I've got this graded a okay. PSA 10. There are only two of those. There might be a couple that are, you know, if if the edges are, are messed up, if I got if you. it's it gets different grades uh, depending on the quality. So when they won the NBA championship in 2017, Kevin Durant was on the Warriors for the parade. They knew where they were going to have for their championship parade. They knew where they were going to have thousands of people, a ton of people come from 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 the from all different areas. All over, really. Yeah. So they created like a couple thousand of these these transportation passes that preloaded them with a certain amount of money to help people get from, you know, where they live to okay. this, so they could have so many people, they could have as many people as possible at their parade. Um, and they thought, why don't we, you know, we put Kevin Durant on, on the pass. They might've been done. They might've uh, uh, innovated a little more since then, but yeah. I just thought it was something that was cool. It's like, there's not many out there of these. Yeah. It's a freaking transportation pass. There's a little, there's a little hole right there. Um, have you ever been to San Fran? before i haven't i want to go i should take this when i go on yeah, wednesday <laughs> yeah no that's fucking sweet though cool right yeah like so i guess this isn't a trading card yeah it's not a card but it's still like it's very significant to the, to the time yeah like collecting and i hated that team <laughs> i know right <laughs> I, know. I hated that team they ruined basketball for a little bit but they start is. they started some some issues it is what it is i know that's dope man when did you when did you get that recently or that was a couple of years that was, okay i think i got sometime last year or the year before got it yeah. okay so it's cool shit man i Dude, just like, like that i didn't time. know how versatile like the collecting space could get like that's that's something i wouldn't even know existed right they're it's starting to open up the collect collectibles yeah. You kind of forget how many people, even if they don't collect things, they actually do collect things or yeah. they hoard things or you have a hard time getting rid of T-shirts from high school. Or right. Like right. people collect and 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 and, you know, get stuff. <laughs> I just buy cards. I get cards that I like and can tell stories about. It's funny you bring that up about T-shirts in high school because I try to get rid of mine every single time, and then my mom's like, no. Right? No. Oh, that you was do try to get rid of it. Yeah. She's like, that's when this happened. That's when this happened. I'm like, okay, do you want them? She's right? like, no. I'm like, what? You're I'm trying to get rid of them. Again. <laughs> Just starts to take up space, man. All right. No, Dude, this episode flew. 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 Again. Sorry, Jack Harlow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna listen to some Jack. No, nah, no, nah, this, this is funny. I'm I'm super glad you you watching Ultimatum though, because got a couple more episodes. Yeah, you, you're gonna bang through that by tomorrow. I'm I'm confident in saying that. Definitely before I leave on Wednesday. <laughs> you well, got anything coming up this week uh, that you're acting very contract eerie? This just week, grinding. what am I doing this week? Um, I don't think I I think I'm low key this week. Good. Um. Probably figure out some contract year shit behind the scenes, but cool. Other than that, man. Until we meet again, my I'll friend. I'll be posted on on your story to see what how the Indians get down. I Let's think that go. would be dope. Let's go. <laughs> All can right, we, can we even say Indians? Do we have to say Guardians now? Mm. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> what? Speaking of idiots, the Cleveland Indians. Never mind. I don't know why it took it took them that long to change that, but. Because they didn't, they didn't lock down the the trademark or the the copy or whatever. They didn't uh, lock down the Guardians' name before they announced that they were going to do it. And there was a roller derby team in Cleveland already called the Cleveland Guardians. 
that then held the name for Bounty. So I think they cost them millions of dollars to get that name. Do they not know that the internet is I know. Here? Unbelievable. Man, great episode. Great episode. See you guys next week. Thank you.